It's November 20th, and this is episode 269. You are invited to join me and my dear friend and longtime co-host, Rebecca Hoffer of simplyrebecca.com, as we reminisce about all the ways we were a little weird when we were kids, and we didn't even know how weird we were. (laughs) And guess what? We are also celebrating the weirdness of the awesomes, too. We've got so much to discuss and laugh about today, you guys. I'm Meg Teets. And this is sort of awesome. Hello and welcome back, Awesomes. You are listening to the show that is all about helping you find conversation, friendship, and community. So whether you found us through Facebook or Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, maybe a friend recommended sort of awesome to you. Maybe you found us from our other show, Awesome Today. It's really super awesome that you are here. Again, this is episode 269. And today I am joined by Rebecca Hoffer. Hello, Rebecca. Hi. Can I confess something to you right here at the top Let's of the show? Let's get it going. <laughs> top of the show. At Let's the top hear of the show. I'm hearing you record the intro and I'm expecting you to say, and this is sort of crunchy. And then I was like, oh, wait, no. <laughs> Five years into this podcast. The name of it is sort of awesome, Rebecca. I don't know why I had sort of crunchy in my head, but when you said awesome, I was like, oh, wait. Oh, okay. Yes. (laughs) Yep. That's what we're doing. (laughs) You had like a little trip through time there for just a second. Yes. And anybody newer to the podcast, sort of crunchy was the name of Meg's blog from like way back in the day. There's no reason I should have gotten confused, (laughs) but my brain just all of a sudden was like, Oh, yeah, sort of crunchy. That's what we're doing today. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh, that is so funny. I love it. Who knows? You know, our brains are funny things for sure. Something else that is a very fun and funny thing is that we just released a brand new episode in our sort of spicy series that we're doing over on Patreon for our superstar awesomes. So our superstar awesomes are the awesomes who support Sorta Awesome and our work in the world at $5 a month on Patreon. We have created a brand new series for our superstars that's called Sorta Spicy. And it is truly us creating original new episodes exclusively for the superstars of Sorta Awesome. But the topics that we cover in Sorta Spicy are the topics that we will genuinely never be covering on the main show. Rebecca, you just dropped a new episode with me. Why don't you tell the people what we were talking about? Oh, my word. I am so excited for this. This is the episode that people have been begging me for. I have fallen down the rabbit hole of romance novels. I have read, I am up to 40 books so far this year, Meg. 40. Rebecca, I don't even, who are you? (laughs) Who am I? I don't even know you. Only one of them. Only one was like a non-romance book. It was nonfiction and it wasn't that good. (laughs) (laughs) Zero out of 10, going back to your romance novels, right? (laughs) And so everybody's asking me, well, Rebecca, what are you reading? What are you reading? Well, they can be a little bit spicy. And so I'm hesitant to always share, but our superstar supporters, they are getting the inside scoop. We laid out 10 recommendations, a top 10 list set to fill up your Kindle, keep you warm and cozy. It is fabulous. (laughs) 
hearing some of the story descriptions in our conversation. My pulse was racing. I was getting a little (laughs) flushed. You had some great recommendations. I threw in a few of them, but my knowledge in the realm of the romance novel, it pales in comparison to Rebecca, who is now our go-to guru and expert when it comes to the romance novel. So you guys, it's really super easy to get signed up. You can just go to patreon.com slash sort of awesome. You're going to get that episode. There's another episode in sort of spicy that's already out featuring my sister talking about her story of recovery in a 12-step program. We have episodes planned out for a long time to come in the sort of spicy series. So we're so excited to get to do this with our superstars. I mean, the thing about our superstars is we really feel like they are our true like inner circle of friends that we can trust all of the spiciness, some of it serious, some of it silly to our superstars. And this has been so much fun to create. And again, you get to support the work of Sort of Awesome that we have been doing and will continue to do. So if you haven't joined us over there, we'd love to have you again. It's so easy. Patreon.com slash Sort of Awesome. Oh, you also get access to a Facebook group that's just for the superstars. And what else, Rebecca? What am I forgetting? There's like hours upon hours of past episodes that we've created so much sort of awesome content that you've never heard over there. What am I forgetting? Yes, our regular monthly exclusive episode is called The Awesome Overflow. And that's a little bit more just casual girlfriend chat, check-in, behind the scenes, what's happening in our lives? What are we mulling over these days? And we also do seasonal swaps from time to time. So if you you know, we'd love to get like a little surprise goodie in the mail. We do these seasonal swaps of, you know, just blessing each other with something awesome, something fun, a little splurge on yourself and a way to splurge on another awesome. They're great. Yes. Yeah. So fun. So we have so much that we have going on over there. We'd love to have you join us there. So just wanted to make mention of that. You guys do not want to miss Rebecca's list from the romance novels, spicy romance novels. It's hot. Folks, it's hot. It is. It is. It's going to inspire all kinds of things for you. I'm just (laughs) sure of it. So yeah, so today we're talking about kids and the funny, weird things about being a kid. Rebecca and I kind of started this episode idea because I came across a thread on Reddit in the Ask Reddit subreddit. Somebody had asked like, what was something that was really normal to you as a kid? But then later when you're a grown up, you realized, oh, that's actually kind of weird, (laughs) which had so many fascinating answers, hundreds and hundreds of comments on that one, people weighing in. But I was like, oh my gosh, I love talking about the weirdness of kids, my kids, what I did that was weird as a kid. So Rebecca and I thought this would be such a great conversation, especially right now. We're kind of in the mix in the world of the holidays, but everything looks and feels different this year. Let's reminisce. Let's have some nostalgia about childhood and especially, you know, the weirdness of it. So we are going to get to some of our stories here in just a few minutes. And even better, you guys shared some stories about the weird things that you thought and did when you were kids. Oh my gosh, they are hilarious. I was laying in bed, scrolling on my phone at night, just laughing, like tears in my eyes, laughing over some of these stories. So can't wait to get to those. And we're going to get to all of that in just a few minutes. But first, Rebecca, let's go ahead. Let's start this show the way we always do with our Awesomes of the Week. This is the moment in the show where we take a little bit of time to talk about what 
is awesome in our lives right now, whether that is a book or a TV show, a movie, a podcast, a product, whatever makes life a little happier. So Rebecca, what do you have for us this week? I am bringing a heavenly chocolate butterscotch Chex Mix recipe. Mmm, that sounds wonderful already and just in time for any holiday gatherings or just to make for yourself, frankly. Exactly. That is why I'm bringing it up. This is a recipe that I've had actually for a really long time. It came from a close friend of mine from high school. Her and her sister make it in bulk around the holidays and give it as a little, you know, a little gift, a little treat for teachers, neighbors, all those things. And she has blessed me with it on more than one occasion. And it is the most addictive stuff. You would think that crack cocaine has been sprinkled in the mix. <laughs> Thankfully, no, but it is so, <laughs> so good. The recipe is on my blog and we're going to put it into the show notes. So it's a basic Chex mix, but dessert style. So it has corn Chex, M&M's, pretzels, peanuts, and then you just drizzle this chocolate sauce over top, which is really actually super simple. All it is is milk chocolate chips and butterscotch chips. Mm, okay. So it's that butterscotch flavor that's mixed in that is when you bite into this mix, you're like, oh, that's good. What is that? There's just some little kick to it that's a little bit different, this different flavor to it that you're like, oh, this isn't just regular ordinary chocolate. What is this? It is so good, so addictive, and it's really, really simple to make. So I'm sharing it as an idea. If you want to like add something different to your holiday baking, you know, if maybe you're just like me and you're not actually much of a baker at all, but, you know, just mixing something up within your wheelhouse give it a try. Add it to your holiday list. It's Heavenly Chocolate Butterscotch Chex Mix. That sounds divine. <laughs> Truly heavenly. Sounds so good. And yeah, just a little something different for the dessert table or again, just to do a little self-comforting through the weeks ahead for sure. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Okay. Well, my awesome of the week this week, I'm super excited to share with you guys because it came into my life via an awesome. So this is a pair of, I never thought I would be talking about these as an awesome of the week, Rebecca, because I didn't think I was this kind of lady, but it's a pair of jeggings oh. that have really kind of changed my life, at least changed this season for me. So I have been talking on awesome today. So awesome today is our other podcast. I am on that show every day with my husband, Kyle. We were talking about how we've been kind of streamlining our wardrobes, trying to get down to almost more like a working capsule of basics. And I was talking about how I just could not find, it's so hard to find a pair of jeans. You know, like right now, Rebecca, I feel like almost everything in the stores, it's either cropped at a length that I don't want to wear, or it's got you know, it's all the distressed look. And I'm just, I was complaining about how hard it's been for me to find a great pair of jeans. So one of our awesomes who listens to Awesome Today, she's also a superstar. Her name is Sarah. She suggested to me the Democracy Women's Ab Solution Jeggings. So this is from the denim line Democracy. And you can find them on Amazon. They're just under $50 on Amazon. And I was skeptical at first because I do not think of myself as a jeggings 
kind of girl. I don't either. I didn't think you even liked regular skinny jeans. I really don't. I don't think in the past five, six, seven years, I think I bought like one pair of skinny jeans. And I think it was when I was pregnant. So they were like maternity skinny jeans. (laughs) They were not part of my working wardrobe. But Sarah shared this link with me and she was like, just trust me. These are amazing. And I was like, Sarah, I trust you. So I ordered a pair. Oh my gosh. These, first of all, they really shouldn't be called jeggings. They genuinely are more of a skinny jean. I had, I take issue with democracy marketing them as a jegging because these are at least not what I think of when I think about jeggings because they feel like you're wearing a, like a solid pair of jeans, I think. Anyway. Okay. Okay. That makes a big difference, I think. It really does. It really does. And so they're very stretchy. What's going on that's so great is that they have these like panels on the inside. They're kind of like slimming panels, but I have to tell you, and I promise you, they are not uncomfortable. You do not feel like you're wearing Spanx under your jeans. It gives you a little bit of hold you in factor around your waist, especially. And in the back, they have like this special technology that they call the booty lift. And so the way that their pockets are cut and they have darts in just the right places, the way they're constructed in the back, it really does kind of give you a little little lift back there if that's something that you're interested in. And they feel so good. They're stretchy, but by the end of the day, they don't have that weird like stretched out feeling. You know how like sometimes jeans that have like a little stretch to them, they'll get like baggy in the knees or, you know, Mm -hmm. and just feel kind of gross like that. These genuinely do keep their shape all day as you're wearing them. And like I said, they're just constructed in such a way that you feel like you're kind of like all tucked in and in all the right places, but without feeling like you're wearing like shapewear. So I have absolutely been loving them. Again, it's from Democracy. These jeggings are, it's the Democracy Women's Ab Solution Jegging. They're pretty great. And I'm so thankful to Sarah. I've already told her, but I'm going to say it again. So thankful that she brought these into my life. And so now I'm sharing with you guys. Fantastic. So good. All right. So those are our awesomes of the week this week, you guys. And as always, we would love to hear what is awesome in your life. If you haven't joined us on Instagram, please come find us over there because we are talking awesome of the week every Friday over there at Sorta Awesome Show. And you can find us on Facebook in our community that lives on Facebook. It's the Sorta Awesome Hangout on Facebook. You can join us there at facebook.com slash group slash Sorta Awesome Hangout. Over 5,000 women that are just showing up, encouraging each other, supporting each other, being there for each other through the holidays and really every day. And of course, talking about Awesomes of the Week over there on Fridays as well. So again, facebook.com slash groups slash Sorta Awesome Hangout. You can find us over there. We have so much fun stuff to talk about today with kids and weirdness and all of the weird things that we have done. And maybe you've done some of this weird stuff too. We're going to get to all of that when we come right back after this word from our sponsors. Okay, awesome. You know, we have talked about all kinds of subscription boxes that we have tried and loved here on Sorta Awesome. But did you know there is one 
great place where you can shop thousands of subscriptions, no matter your interest. Well, there is, and it is awesome. And it's called CrateJoy. CrateJoy is the world's first and only subscription box marketplace. You can shop over thousands of unique boxes and gifts for just about anything you can imagine. And even better, you choose the subscription link. So you're not locked into anything. Subscription boxes for women, for men, for kids, anyone special in your life, Crate Joy has it all and it makes the perfect holiday gift. Seriously, I have been shopping around on Crate Joy's site and I think I could do almost all of my holiday gift shopping right there. So the variety of subscription boxes that you can find on Crate Joy is amazing and you could also find a little something for yourself. I am really loving getting into houseplants and awesomes. I found a monthly plant box on CrateJoy. This box includes everything that you need to display your plant and it all comes cute and gift packaged so it could make the perfect gift for so many people. This year, I think all of us are looking for gifts that are unique and creative and most of all spread some much needed cheer. Well, at CrateJoy, you can find escape room and mystery boxes for fun at home. There's cocktail kits for your next virtual happy hour. They've got monthly book clubs and a box for every reader, craft and DIY kits. I mean, seriously, there is something for everyone there. So if you're looking to give the perfect gift or to treat yourself, you can shop for thousands of subscription boxes all in one place and get 30% off of your first box when you sign up at createjoy.com slash awesome. That's right. Sign up today at CrateJoy.com slash awesome to get 30% off of your first box and early access to all of CrateJoy's holiday specials. CrateJoy, get joy delivered right to your door. Okay, friends, Thanksgiving and Black Friday may look a little different this year, but there's still a lot to be thankful for, like being able to find the right people for your team when the holiday rush has you ramping up your small business needs. So when you're ready to make that next hire, LinkedIn Jobs can help by matching your role with qualified candidates so you can find the right person for your business fast. And since time is of the essence, I love that LinkedIn's powerful matching algorithms help 80% of hirers on LinkedIn to receive a qualified applicant in just 24 hours. LinkedIn is an active community of professionals with more than 706 million members worldwide. Getting started is easier than ever with new features to help you find qualified candidates quickly. Post a job with targeted screening questions, and they'll quickly get your role in front of more qualified candidates. You can manage your job posts and contact candidates from a single view on that familiar LinkedIn.com as functions are streamlined onto one simple screen. And now you can do all of this even from your mobile device, no matter where the day takes you. That's how LinkedIn jobs can help you hire the right person faster. When your business is ready to make that next hire, find the right person with LinkedIn jobs. You can pay what you want and get the first $50 off. Just visit linkedin.com slash awesome. Again, that's linkedin.com slash awesome to get $50 off of your first job post. Terms and conditions do apply. Okay, Rebecca. So we have been thinking back on our childhoods. Like I said, a little nostalgia, a little reminiscing, a little thinking like, you know, I used to do this and I thought it was not that strange at the time, but looking back, Wow, that was a little weird. <laughs> okay, why don't you start us off with some of the stories from your childhood that might have been a little bit on the weird side? Okay, so my first one is that I lived out in the country and there was a season where one of my mom's best friends would babysit me and she lived just a mile down the road. 
And so before I was in school, before I was in kindergarten or even preschool or anything, there on more than one occasion, I would go out to the end of the driveway with my sister and brother, get on the school bus, ride the school bus a mile down the road and get off at the babysitter's house. (laughs) Well, I think this is actually rather clever. It's brilliant, but there's no way that would happen today. Yeah, that is true. That is so true. I mean, looking back, I just can't believe that that was even allowed. But I was telling this to my husband last night. And he said, well, why didn't she just come get you? I said, well, why should she when the school bus was going to be driving right by? (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's so funny. And I do think it is so reminiscent of a different time. Kyle and I were just talking about a story from his childhood. And he was like in fourth grade, fifth grade. And he was like, he and his friend had gone to the Kmart and they just rode their bikes down there. And like one of them won a contest and like all of these adventures were happening and their parents had like, there was nowhere to be found or seen or anything. They had gone there on their own. We were just laughing about what a different time it was back in those days. Such a different time. Okay. So you guys know, I've already told you some of my very weird confessions of things that I did as a child that were so strange. Like, for example, Rebecca, remember (laughs) how when I had braces when I was like in sixth grade and I thought it would be, I had to have headgear. (laughs) Meg, so stupid. I hate that story. (laughs) Out of all the things that you've ever told me, that's the one that I hate the absolute most. I can't stand this story. It's just the worst. The cringe factor is so high. I feel like I'm not even making eye contact with you through the computer right now because I feel so (laughs) uncomfortable. (laughs) It's so bad. It's so dumb. If you're new to Sort of Awesome, you don't know this, but here you go. When I was in sixth grade, I thought it would be, I had to have headgear that went on the outside of my mouth and, and around, like it wrapped around my head. I thought it would look pretty cool if I wore that out and about and I worked to school. (laughs) Rebecca's dying right now. I feel so uncomfortable for you. Oh, my like chest hurts and my armpits are getting sweaty. (laughs) I hate this story. (laughs) Oh gosh, because I have headgear and Meg, there is nothing cool about it. It was the worst. It was the absolute stupidest thing I've ever done. I can't even remember what episode I made that confession on. But yeah, that one was pretty bad. I don't think any of the ones I'm going to share today even come close to the weirdness of that choice. But here's one thing that I was thinking back on. This actually seemed so normal to me at the time. My best friend, this is when I was like, probably like four or five, six years old. I spent a lot of time at her house. And, you know, if I was over there at lunchtime, her mom would just make us sandwiches. And one of my favorite sandwiches that she would make us was mustard on white bread with just a slice of American cheese. No lunch meat, no bologna, just mustard and cheese sandwiches. Is that a thing? Does anybody else do that? Meg, my husband to this day eats those sandwiches all the time. (gasps) Oh my gosh, Nate. We're kindred spirits when it comes to our our odd sandwich choices. Like weekly, he is eating. Oh my gosh! And mustard sandwiches. Okay, 
I feel a little bit validated. This next part though, is it where it's a little bit weirder. I now looking back, I'm like, that's kind of funny. I mean, I don't know. Maybe that is a thing. Apparently for Nate, it's a thing, the mustard and cheese on, on white bread specifically. Uh, his are usually on bagels, but what, okay. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, so what I would do, I remember this sensation so much. We'd eat these sandwiches and it's white bread, it's American cheese. And it was like a really sticky texture. And I would stick it up to the roof of my mouth and uh-huh. like push it in with my tongue. I Ew, can still like just, on purpose, on purpose. And then I'd scrape it off the roof of my mouth, of my tongue. Ew. Just like okay. an added part of the eating experience. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because we all need uh, to turn our eating experience into some sort of sensory play. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, that's so funny. I have that problem with white bread. Like, especially I'm thinking back to my childhood of like a white bread bologna and cheese sandwich and the bread getting stuck up behind your teeth. But I never did it intentionally. (laughs) It was always like a hazard of lunch rather than the main event. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Exactly. So I don't know. I think it felt really satisfying at the time. Looking back, it's like, yep, that's a little strange. That was a little strange thing you did there. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Well, I have some things that were really weird about my house. Okay. And I feel like some of them have really hindered my abilities as an adult. Okay, so one of them that I think is really odd, but actually was really amazing, is that my parents redid a almost like an empty attic space on the second floor, and they turned it into a bathroom, and they put the sinks kind of against a wall. And then behind that wall was the toilet and the shower. And this is a setup I do not see happening nearly enough in bathrooms. I honestly would say if anybody's considering transforming a fairly big space into a bathroom, this is something to consider. As teenagers, my siblings and I, we were able to share this space and people could be in the shower and somebody else could be brushing their teeth. And it wasn't like that big a deal because there was literally a wall there in the bathroom. Honestly, it was brilliant. Yeah, I can dig it. I'm like trying to imagine this. I can see how they went that direction. That's really fascinating. I think it's really smart. And then downstairs, my parents had a unique shower situation because they had a really small shower and it was a complete circle with a door that was like a sliding door that was also like round. And so it just like went all the way around the circle. Yeah. And so it was like kind of like stepping into a tube. And honestly, I was a fan of that as well. I think there should be more tube-like shower experiences happening in the world. <laughs> Maybe the world would be a better place if we all had a <laughs> tube shower. <laughs> but the thing that I feel like has actually hindered me is that I never learned how to properly care for hardwood floors, laminate floors, mopping, because every single room in my parents' house had carpet. Mm, Even the bathroom? Every single room. Yes. Okay. The kitchen, the bathrooms. The only hardwood floor that was in my parents' house when I was growing up was in my bedroom closet. Really? I'm like, I got stuck in the kitchen. I've heard of, and I think I've even lived <laughs> in houses that have had carpeted bathrooms and that's the tough go. But the carpeting in the kitchen, was it like at least the sort of like indoor, outdoor 
Or was it like regular pile carpet? Well, it was more like, I don't know. What is that? Like a like a low pile Berber type of carpet? I don't know okay. what that would call it, like indoor outdoor carpet. Yes. But, you know, it wasn't like super plush. No, yeah, it was yeah, not yeah, yeah. plush. Okay. This was legitimately a thing. How? Uh-huh. How? I don't understand either. As now an adult who has young children, yes. how did my parents function that's what i was just thinking in a kitchen and bathrooms that were carpeted how do you keep them clean and i don't remember a lot of carpet cleanings happening like professional cleanings i mean i'm sure they did yeah but i don't recall that they did it when you had caught the bus and went to the (laughs) sitter's house into the neighbor's house yeah (laughs) yes your mom listens to the show, so I don't want to say anything too disparaging. <laughs> I do have question marks about the carpet in the kitchen. But it's literally making my feet feel a certain kind of way. Like I'm wiggling my feet, just like thinking about, like you said, with kids and all the crumbs and the spills and the messes, like we have to do our, like uh, Swiffer our floors and vacuum and do all of that stuff almost daily. Of course we have five kids, but I have a question mark. She could certainly follow up if she wants to <laughs> tell us a little bit Sorry, about the rationale Mom. there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My next one also has another eating one. I feel like a lot of kid weirdnesses have to do with food, right? Oh, for sure. Yes. When we start sharing some of the stories that Awesome's told us about, there's a number that have to do with food. This one I really did not realize was strange until like maybe now, but when I was a kid, I used to tear strips of notebook paper, like tear it down the edge and I would eat it. (laughs) I would like tear a strip. (laughs) This is weird, isn't it? (laughs) Wait, you only are realizing this now? (laughs) I'm more hung up on you being like, oh, I'm 40. This is normal. I'm more hung up on that than the fact that you actually did this as a kid. Wait, Meg, when's the last time you did this? <laughs> I mean, I was probably like in high school and I'm not kidding oh, okay. about that. Okay. Well, that, I mean, that's better than what I was just expecting. Right. You to say. <laughs> it was like, by the time I was in college, I think I had intuited, oh, like you guys don't eat your paper when you're bored at your desk. But I actually, Rebecca, when we were researching this episode, I was thinking like, I used to, cause I was looking at all the different stories that people tell about things they used to eat. And I was like, well, I mean, I used to like eat my notebook paper in school. Is that weird? So I literally Googled is eating notebook paper weird. <laughs> And here's what you need to know. It's an actual condition. And I'm not kidding about this. It's called xylophagia. It's a condition involving the consumption of paper and a form of an eating disorder known as pica. Pica is an unusual craving for ingestion of either inedible or edible substances. A lot of times pregnant women will have pica. They crave ice or dirt. Your body's telling you that you aren't getting enough iron or something else. And I'm like, looking back on my childhood, like, was I not getting enough nutrients? It wasn't like I craved it necessarily, although I can still in this moment in your face right now is so priceless. (laughs) I am struck speechless. And again, you had to Google if this was weird. (laughs) Like yesterday, yesterday you typed into Google. Is this weird? Yep. Because I was oh, like, it, it truly was one of those moments like, was I really the only one that was eating a little, you know, like a little strip or maybe just sometimes you just tear the corner off and you just put it in your mouth and chew it. 
I can remember vividly right now the taste of notebook paper in my mouth. Okay. It's a strange one. There was a specific kind of gum that we would chew with the wrapper on. Oh, right. What kind was that, though? Like, I feel like there was a specific one. Yeah. And maybe it was different by region. But in my area, there was one that we would always chew with the wrapper on. That doesn't surprise me at all because one of the awesomes shared that not the awesome herself, but her kids like to eat Starburst with the wrappers on. I think I've done that, too. Yeah. (laughs) Kyle and I were reading through that thread and he was like, I don't think he said he's done it. He's like, I know, I've always known kids that eat Starburst with a wrapper on. It doesn't surprise me that there's a gum that people are like, oh yeah, just chew the wrapper too. So maybe that's why I thought eating notebook paper wasn't that weird. I don't know. (laughs) But I can tell by the response. (laughs) It was a little strange. It is strange. The debate happening still in your head in current day. (laughs) That's the strange part. Oh my goodness. Okay. Now... I'm just going to lay it out there. Okay, here we go. These are not great for little ears. Uh-oh. They might get cut from the episode, okay? so Do we need to make a new sort of spicy episode around these? Oh, well, I thought about it. <laughs> it might turn out to be an exclusive for the Patreon community. Meg and I will need to conference afterwards once she uh, actually hears what these are. Okay. Turn it off, okay? You need to press pause. These are... Not suitable for work, not suitable for littles. Okay. So there was something seriously wrong with us as a marching band in high school. Oh, no. We (laughs) band stories. (laughs) You know, we're good, wholesome kids. Oh, sure, yes. Often getting lots of good grades. Yep. We're involved in extracurricular activities. And we are changing the fight psalm from... Go fight, win tonight. Go fight, win tonight. We're changing it to let's get laid tonight. Let's get laid tonight. And like we had to be strategic about it because only like half of us or less could actually yell out, let's get laid tonight so that the band director wouldn't hear. Sure, 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 sure. You know? Yeah. And then... If we lost the game, when we went back to the band room to put our instruments away, somebody would always start the chant. And the chant, (laughs) this is if we lost the game. Okay. The chant would go like this. Oh, no. (laughs) You would swing your arm over your head, kind of like a lasso. Yeah. And one person would start it and he would go, oh, and then we would all join in and we start swinging our arms. Oh, and then. We would start yelling at the top of our lungs. S-H-I-T. Bleep, bleep, bleep. <laughs> this is awesome. I love band kids. This is an incredible story. So many times we got busted for screaming obscenities after losing football games. And we we're always like, come on, what's the big deal? Now looking back. You know, maybe, maybe it's not appropriate to have 120 kids <laughs> chanting out swear words. <laughs> oh my gosh, those are so good. Truly, truly. The band kids are always so creative, so funny, and yes, seemed so wholesome on the outside, yet. I think we were a little oppressed. We yeah. also referred to our 
big raincoats that we had to wear uh-huh. if it was bad weather over our uniforms. We called them condoms. There you I go. I mean, mom, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Does your mom know any of these stories until right this minute? No. Why did I tell her I'm on a podcast? This was a bad decision. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that is so funny. My face hurts from smiling and laughing right now. I love it. So funny. All right. Well, my last one is actually pretty wholesome. (laughs) Well, as they should be. I don't know what was wrong with us as teenagers. (laughs) Well, you were teenagers. Of course, I could tell you some stories for (laughs) sure, for sure, that were very not wholesome. But my last one, this is, again, I think... It's pretty normal because it's just like imaginative play. But one of my favorite, favorite imaginary things to do when I was a kid, I'm the oldest of four, but I loved to play by myself. In fact, I would get really like angry if I wasn't allowed to play by myself. And I love to make up all these elaborate stories. I had a lot of creative things happening in my head. This particular scenario was one that I went back to and revisited and redid many times. I really like to do it at my grandparents' house. I loved to pretend that I was an orphan, that I was abandoned on the streets. (laughs) And at my grandparents' house, the furniture was just right for this because they had a lot of seating in their living room and we would spend big chunks of our summer vacation there. And, you know, this was before you could just watch whatever you wanted to watch in the moment you wanted to watch it. So during the daytime, there wasn't anything on that kids wanted to watch on TV. So... I would make up these elaborate stories where I was an orphan that had been abandoned on the streets. They had a rocking chair that I would sit, not in the rocking chair, but sit at the foot of the rock, like at the base of the rocking chair and pretend like I was begging. Oh gosh. I know. I I took it to like the real extreme. This is real dark. (laughs) It's real dark. They had these recliners. I would hide behind him and make these like little orphan caves and like find little knickknacks around the house and put them in my orphan cave. Orphan cave. Oh, this is sad. But then the story always ended the same way. So my grandparents also had a lot of like Afghans, like crocheted Afghans around. The story always ended with somebody giving me an Afghan just so I'd have like a little blanket to cover up with. But I, Rebecca, I heroically would always give it to another imaginary orphan child and just basically lay down <laughs> and die. And the narrator in my head this is how the story always would always end. The narrator in my head would talk about what a kind, selfless child I was. Meanwhile, all of our therapists who are awesomes are listening and taking notes like, uh-huh, yes, okay. I have yeah, the diagnosis I, ready for you. Yeah, I'm wondering, are you sure you're not an Enneagram too? I mean, seriously, what does this say about me? It is actually the earliest manifestation of my martyrhood complex that I can summit at any moment's notice to this day. You know, uh, in Gretchen Rubin's system of understanding people and personalities, I'm definitely an obliger. So maybe this is what my obliger roots were sort of being formed. Oh, that <laughs> is a so- weird game to play. Oh, that's so funny and so sad and twisted. <laughs> Very dark, very dark note to end on for sure. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, we have so many funny, very funny stories that you guys have shared with us in the Sort Awesome Hangout group about weird things that you did as kids. Rebecca and I are going to share some of those when we come right back. 
Okay, awesome. So I'm so excited I get to talk to you again about one of my favorite discoveries that makes my life so much more awesome every day. So growing up cereal for me was one of the best parts of being a kid, especially kids breakfast, but I've had to give up regular store-bought cereal because it is so full of sugar and junk. Thankfully, I did discover Magic Spoon. With Magic Spoon, you get zero sugar, 11 grams of protein, and only three net grams of carbs in each serving. So many of you have asked, and now you can finally build your very own custom variety box. You can choose from the best-selling cocoa, fruity, frosted, and blueberry flavors, plus their brand new flavors, including peanut butter and cinnamon. All of it tastes amazing. It is honestly too good to be true. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. Magic Spoon is so good. My kids do not even know that they are eating a healthy, good-for-them cereal. You can check it out and discover it for yourself when you go to magicspoon.com awesome to build your own custom variety box and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code awesome at checkout to get free shipping. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product. It's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee so if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. That's magicspoon.com slash awesome and use the code awesome for free shipping. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring Sorta Awesome. Okay, awesomes. I think it's safe to say that this year, many of us are going ahead and pushing play on our favorite holiday music already. And I'm getting my holiday music fix with Amazon Music. In fact, I found an amazing playlist on Amazon Music called... Christmas by the Fireplace. I love that it has a ton of Christmas classics on it, some contemporary like Michael Buble and Josh Groban, and it has some classics like songs by Frank Sinatra, Doris Day, and Peggy Lee all together in one great playlist. Have you tried Amazon Music before? Because for a limited time, you can get your first three months of Amazon Music Unlimited for free. That's access to more than 70 million songs on demand and ad free. Play the songs that you want when you want free for three months. You can play Mariah on repeat long into 2021 if that's your thing. And if you just want to stream free, Amazon Music's got you covered. You can download the app to get access to millions of podcast episodes at no charge, plus thousands of music stations and top playlists. So Awesomes, listen at home or wherever you are. Your holidays will be merrier with fun and festive tunes. Remember, for a limited time, new subscribers can get three months of Amazon Music Unlimited for free. Go to amazon.com slash sorta awesome. That's amazon.com slash sorta awesome to get your first three months of Amazon music free. It starts at $7.99 a month after new subscribers only terms apply. And this offer expires January 11th, 2021. Okay, friends, you know, around here, most of us really look forward to Fridays. Fridays are the day when we can put our feet up for a minute, maybe push play on a favorite podcast and look forward to a little bit of downtime in the days ahead. But none of us have to wait for that feeling to kick in once a week when you can look forward to award-winning wine from First Leaf. It makes any day feel like Friday. In fact, First Leaf is a wine club that sends personalized selections of wine from top vineyards around the world directly to you because the only thing better than one fantastic bottle of wine is a case of award-winning wine that shows up 
at your doorstep. Every bottle is handpicked by experts with your exact preferences and palate in mind for a unique combination of wine you're guaranteed to love. Unlike other wine clubs, First Leaf uses an algorithm and your feedback to curate future wine recommendations. We've been First Leaf customers for over a year now. The rating system is so easy. First Leaf does the rest, figuring out the very best wines to send in your next shipment. Now, subscriptions are totally flexible and they arrive on your schedule with practically zero effort. Plus, First Leaf is a much more affordable way to enjoy wine from top winemakers and vineyards. You're always going to get award-winning wines for an unbeatable low price. And this past shipment had a, a 2019 Tempranillo from Spain that was my absolute favorite that I've had in a long time. I probably never would have even thought to pick it out off of the shelf at the store. So what are you waiting for? Get that Friday feeling like I do any day with First Leaf. Join today and you'll get six bottles of wine for $29.95 and free shipping. Just go to tryfirstleaf.com slash awesome. That's six bottles of wine for $29.95 and free shipping at tryfirstleaf.com slash awesome. Okay. So like I've been promising, we got to hear from some of the awesomes about some of the weird things that maybe you thought it was totally normal. That's the thing. That's so precious about kids. They do these things that are so strange, but hey, it makes sense in their little kiddo brains. So we asked the awesomes to share some of those stories with us. And there's some really good stuff in here. Rebecca, why don't you share some of these? Get us started with sharing them. Okay. So there is some that focused on food. Again, we have a food theme going on here. Michelle said, I used to take the Hellman's mayo packets from the Walmart food court and eat them plain while we hopped. (laughs) 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 So disgusting. Oh, but it's like brilliant. Like you took a free condiment and you turned it into, you know, your benefit, your gain by, uh, uh, I want to throw up, but it's really (laughs) genius actually. And then Catherine says, my mom said when I was little, I would get butter from the fridge and walk around eating the stick. I don't think that's weird though. Butter is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently this is a thing. I have come across several, several stories of people saying, they would just eat butter just straight up, like maybe out of the tub or by the stick. There you go. That's delicious. Uh-huh. <laughs> Corey says, I'm not sure I thought it was normal, although I did feel it was rational. But when I was around six, I stole our salt shaker and kept it under my bed so I could have licks of salt whenever <laughs> I wanted. <laughs> I laughed so hard at this one from Corey. Just the idea of just being like, you know what I need? I need some of that salt. <laughs> I mean, talk about like a nutrient deficiency. I mean, what is happening here? (laughs) Okay. And then one last one, Katie says in her province, we would get milk in a bag, which is kind of weird in itself. But sometimes when I was a kid, I would pretend it was a baby and just just go around the house cradling a bag of milk. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. That is so funny. I've definitely heard Canadian friends talking about milk in a bag and how it's sort of just so unique to Canadian life, but that is hilarious. Kids can turn anything into a toy for sure. Speaking of toys, we had some that were really funny about the weird ways that kids played. So here's one from Carissa. She said, I never played house with my Barbies. They were always on the run, being kidnapped, escaping, becoming warriors, I would try so hard to play normal Barbies, 
and the story would get away from me. I remember telling my mom how frustrated I was. I kept trying to have a nice story and then there'd be a bad guy. Why is there always a bad guy? Not sure if my mom was more worried about my philosophical questions or my inability to control the storyline. <laughs> oh, can you just imagine like you're trying to <laughs> you're trying to bring peace to your house. Yes. And you're trying to like manage all the chaos and the problems that your children are bringing you. You need a snack. This is lost. Something's broken. And then you have the daughter who's like, mom, there's like always a bad guy in all of my pretend play. And you're just... <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. my word. Oh, my gosh. I laughed so much at that. Okay. This one I thought was so fun because one of our awesomes named Anne told this story on herself and also two of her sisters are in the hangout as well. And so she tagged them in this story. And she said, we used to mix up all of the neighborhood shampoos and pour them into the vents on the hoods of the neighbor's cars. As far as I know, we never did any damage but my adult self cringes. Oh my gosh. Okay, I had to read this one multiple times because I kept getting hung up at mixing up the neighborhood <laughs> shampoos. I was like, yes. wait, like, is that the end of the story? No, it keeps going. And like, she's not going. even saying that that's the weird part. And I was like, who's shampoo? Like, were you breaking into other people's houses who weren't playing with you and taking their shampoo? Or were you just gathering from all your friends' bathrooms? I was so confused about the mixing of the neighborhood shampoo. I know. Again, think of being the mom and you're, you're you know, you go in the shower and you're like getting ready to take a shower. And it's like, um, where's the shampoo? And oh, we borrowed it for playing. And also it's all gone. And also we poured it in your car. <laughs> kids are the worst <laughs> <laughs> okay now this one's so funny because this one is from kate the aforementioned sister who was part of the crew that was doing this also sister laura piped in on that comment and said i was too young for this i did not do any of that so she wanted <laughs> to not be lumped in with that criminal behavior but kate said so when we were kids we didn't have cable and we were only allowed to watch pbs because of this, I didn't really understand that not everything on TV is real. I somehow saw a show where people were claiming that they were kidnapped by aliens. So I thought that grownups are just regularly kidnapped by aliens. <laughs> like it's just a thing that happens. <laughs> not a scary thing, just a normal life thing. So one night, my mom and I are in a hotel room and there was a train that came by the hotel and lit up the room. And I apparently said, oh, the aliens are here for us. Because I thought they were. <laughs> oh, my word. <laughs> I love that she's not terrified. Like, she doesn't think it's scary. She just is like, oh, sometimes you go to the dentist. Sometimes you go on a spaceship. Yeah, it just is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so Marianne has one. It's actually two that... They both like stopped me in my tracks. I thought they were so funny. She says that she had a major crush on Billy Ray Cyrus. Yes. AKA achy breaky heart era. Yes. And it continued on to the point when my friends debated between NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. And I was like, do you know who I think is hot? Billy Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, I laughed so hard at that one. 
then she goes on to say, oh, and I was slash am obsessed with oatmeal. It had to be made a specific way, and I was downright pissed about pizza parties in school. Why couldn't we have had an oatmeal party just once? (laughs) (laughs) Somebody was like, can you imagine how mad the other kids would have been to have an oatmeal party? I know. And she replied back in the comments, and she's like, well, I know. That's what my mom said. Again, can we, like, give moms a raise that these are the conflicts that they are having <laughs> right. to deal with with their kids? Complaints oh about runaway Barbie stories and yes. the fact that there's a pizza party of all things happening at school on Friday. <laughs> when is it oatmeal's turn? <laughs> I'm here for the oatmeal. My gosh, that is so funny. It's <laughs> crazy man okay so i have one more okay this one's from holly she says when i was a kid i was obsessed with my grandpa's hand gripper coil thing to strengthen his hand muscles after he had a stroke and i stole it and hid it under my bed i convinced my little brother that we had to do the grip exercises all the time so that we could develop superpower hand strength and it really (laughs) did work we could grip someone's hand squeeze and sprain slash break their finger it happened twice oh my gosh my cousin both times because he was mad we had strong hands so he wanted to do it again (laughs) (laughs) oh again poor mom's dealing with you broke his finger again again (laughs) you did it again why Uh, She goes on to say, not sure what I was thinking. I could open all the sealed glass jars for my mom as a 10-year-old. Even now, at 40 and 36, my brother and I will have hand-squeezing contests between the two of us to see who caves first. (laughs) Okay, but Holly, I have a follow-up question. What about your poor grandpa? I mean, he's just... (laughs) He's recovering from a stroke of all things, and you have stolen his therapy tools? I mean, this just does not seem right. This poor guy, you know, he's like, for Pete's sakes, where did it get to? (laughs) I know. Oh, man. I know that part of the story, too. I also was like, hey, 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 you stole this from an old man. (laughs) So funny. Kids. Okay, I have another wholesome one that just is so funny to me. This is from Colleen. She said, I told my parents that I had a report on Abraham Lincoln in elementary school. They got super into the assignment and helped me work on it all weekend and were very excited for me on Monday morning when I went to school to turn it in. The problem was I had not been assigned a report on Abraham Lincoln. I thought reports sounded cool. So I told them (laughs) my teacher had assigned it when in fact I was just creating work for myself and them. I felt so guilty about lying about the report and was so worried my parents would think I'd wasted their time and be mad. So I smuggled a red pen and gave the report an A minus, honestly, mostly so they would feel proud of their work. (laughs) Oh my word, I can't. (laughs) There's so much good stuff going on here. Colleen's parents, again, this is just like so wholesome. They were like, a report on Abraham Lincoln, family project (laughs) time. And they like spend the whole weekend working on it. That makes my heart so happy. And then the fact that Colleen was like, okay, I'm going to have to smuggle red pen, probably off of her teacher's desk 
and she's giving herself the grade on it. And she's like, she wants it to be believable, you know? So she doesn't do like an A plus or just an A. She goes with the A minus, make it believable, but also give her parents that moment of pride. (laughs) Moment of pride. I again have follow-up questions. I want to know, like, did the parents ever figure it out? Were they suspicious? That this A minus was in their daughter's handwriting versus the teacher's handwriting. (laughs) Right, 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 right. Yeah. Colleen must have not grown up in a tiny, tiny town like I did where you might run into your teacher at the supermarket or at church and there would be conversation between the parents and the teacher. That would be pretty risky, honestly. (laughs) Okay, Rebecca, I have one more. This one made me laugh so much too. This is so funny. This is from Rigette. And she said, when sleeping over at our grandparents' house, me and my cousins would play in my teenage uncle's room. We would always find a box of balloons in his dresser. We'd open them, of course, and blow up the balloons. They never got really big, though. We would do this every time we'd sleep over, (laughs) and he would go ballistic and kick (laughs) us out of his room. He eventually installed double locks on his room. We only realized in our 20s that those were not actually (laughs) balloons, but they were, in fact, of course, (laughs) condoms. (laughs) Can you even? I love that story so much. Can you imagine walking in and finding your little nieces and nephews bouncing balloon condoms all over the room? And they did it again, like you already told them, don't do that. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Kids, 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 kids. Well, and depending on, like, his relationship with his parents, like, he maybe, like, didn't even, like, want them to know. He, like, can't even tell them, hey, you have to keep them out of my room. Right. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I didn't even think about that part. Yep. The silent torture of his (laughs) condoms being blown all around the house. Oh, my word. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That is too much. Oh, it's too funny. Seriously, I'm, like, holding my cheeks. My face hurts from laughing. This is so funny. Oh, goodness. Okay. Well, awesome. Thank you for sharing your stories with us. There were even more that were so funny. I'm telling you, I was just like crying tears of laughter. So funny reading through these kids are so crazy. So crazy. So Rebecca, thank you for sharing your stories as well. The wholesome ones and the much more spicy ones. (laughs) (laughs) And same to you, your confessions they were epic. They're Meg. always something. They're always something. So speaking of Rebecca and Spicy, don't forget, if you want to hear some more of our really good conversation that we had for the Sorta Spicy series, you can do that by going over to patreon.com slash Sorta Awesome. I'll put a link in the show notes, make it super easy for you to find it. Rebecca, if people want to tell us about some of the weird things that they did when they were kids, where can we find you all around the web? Oh my goodness, please find me on social media at Simply Rebecca. My favorite place is Instagram these days. And you can also find my blog at simplyrebecca.com where I talk about motherhood and homemaking from my frugal and green perspective. Awesome. So great. Well, you guys know you can find me at Sorta Awesome Meg on social media. And if you want to talk more about this episode or any topic on Sorta Awesome or basically just life in general, you know you can find us at 
Facebook or Instagram. You can find us on TikTok or YouTube. You can get your daily dose of awesome from Awesome Today. So don't miss out on any of that. I'm Meg Teets and this is Sorta Awesome. The Sorta Awesome Show is a production of Sorta Awesome Media, the company that is all about celebrating your weirdness then and now. Thanks for listening. We'll see you all next time. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.